everybody, this is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited opinions, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hello, hello. How is everybody holding up out there? Are we getting tired of people asking how we're holding up? I don't know if I should take the tone of like the somber car commercials that are around every corner right now, or if I should just be peppy, or if that comes across as insincere. So um, to give you an idea of how I'm doing, I'm on try three of sewing my oldest child a mask, and um, I have started listening to recaps of The West Wing, which I believe ended in like 2004, so I'm doing okay. <laughs> How's everybody else doing? I'm doing great. I'm feeling creative, and um, I've been crafting and cooking a lot. Um, I would say the only complaint I have is all the Zoom meetings, which doesn't make sense because I'm not in school and I'm... When you say Zoom meetings, do you mean like like That sounds very official, like very important business you're on. What are these meetings? I don't know. I guess they're just hangouts, but I don't think you can hang out. (laughs) They're unpleasant hangouts. Yeah, forced forced hangouts. I think we all feel like we have to be on Zoom with like friends all the time and it's okay to just not be on zoom I think in the midst of all this I haven't had a single social like for fun meeting since this is started I guess with our family I've had some really fun ones but I've also had some that I'm like I don't know just because we can zoom doesn't mean we should zoom you know none of mine have even been supposed to be for fun I just don't have any friends on zoom or something same Okay, so now that we are heading into May and all of the fun, like, candy-centric holidays are over, um, Ella, who's my oldest, who's six, she keeps asking what holidays are next because we just had, like, Valentine's Day and Easter. Um, And I keep reminding her that it's just Mother's and Father's Day. And then the 4th of July is fun, but that still feels really far away right now. Um, and she much prefers her dad to me, so she keeps skipping over Mother's Day and just talking about her plans for Father's Day and, like, the breakfast in bed she's going to make Dave. Um, but at this point, I've just accepted that he's the favorite and I'm fine with it. Um, but Anne, this is your first Mother's Day, so what do you have planned for yourself? Well, I know you're planning it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, of course, planning it. I can't let go of the control. Um, I've already chosen out all my gifts. Um, I'm, I've put a lot of time into planning out which skincare products I want Matt to buy. And he's going to make my meal of choice. Which is so, well, Which is ribs. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. Um, don't judge. <laughs> Unexpected. I know that's not what I would have guessed. 
I love ribs, and Matt makes really good ribs, so um, he's going to make ribs, and then we'll have um, strawberry shortcake for dessert. Oh, delicious. What's going with the ribs? Just ribs and shortcake? Uh... Haven't planned that out yet. That <laughs> Probably. <part. laughs> Probably something else like really fatty. I love it. Um, well, we aren't sure if you guys have picked up on this yet, but we actually all four have the same mom because we're sisters. <gasps> you know, have you gotten that? So we thought it would be fun to celebrate Mother's Day by honoring our mom with this episode. So obviously there are so many things our mom has taught us. If you know our mom, she is amazing. Um, her name is Karen, which is not fitting because she is not a Karen. It's just an unfortunate statistical happenstance of the year she was born. <laughs> and the fact that that <laughs> name has, has come under fire lately. Um, but she's the opposite of a Karen. She's amazing. Um, she taught us everything we know because she homeschooled us. So literally taught us everything. And that is all the more amazing considering that I'm currently trying to homeschool and it's going very, very badly. So we thought it would be fun to touch on maybe some of the more obscure things our mom taught us, um, beyond the obvious, you know, serving others and teaching us manners and teaching us to read and all of those things. So, um, Grace, do you want to start with something that you learned from mom? Yeah. Um, so something that I learned from mom is loving to read, which is, I mean, I guess falls under the realm of homeschooling us too, but, um, something about mom is that she is always reading a book and it doesn't really matter what kind of book it is, if it's something like, you know, higher literature or she likes reading just mystery novels and stuff like that. I feel like her favorite genre for the last little while is like British mystery books. Mm -hmm. Yes, she loves Definitely. cozy yeah. mysteries. Cozy mysteries and also like the, the chick flick type of mysteries that are Confessions for of shopping. a shopaholic. Oh, <laughs> a murder theme. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't, I can't remember the, like, the actual titles of them, but. That's, like, um, been they, more in her, I wouldn't say, okay, old age is not fitting, but, you know. I thought, this is to honor. I, she, I know, I'm like, edit that out. That's just, I feel like, lately, though, she doesn't like sad things, which I can relate to. I don't like feeling sad. But Grandma, on the other hand, reads exclusively, oh, like, very serious, grim, like, mm -hmm. highbrow and I'll say, like, well, I read that, Grandma, but it was so sad. And she's like, oh, it was? Hmm. She just, like, <laughs> shrugs. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Mom, as the circle of, of people that she has that she loves in our family has expanded, the less she'll tolerate, like, anything sad happening. It's true. She doesn't she's have just, any She bandwidth. worries that it's going to happen to, yeah. <laughs> she has no yeah. worry bandwidth left for a book. But yeah, we come from a long line of uh, ladies that like to read. I wish I had inherited that. But. I know. It didn't trickle down to Anne, unfortunately. <laughs> Definitely it skipped a child. skipped a child. Every family has to have an illiterate member. <laughs> <laughs> she's good at math. Yeah, she's good at math. She is really good at math. So, And mom's good at math, too. Mom's good at everything. Yeah. Yeah, mom's yeah. just really smart. Yeah. Um, Anne, do you want to go next? 
Yeah. Um, so anyone who knows mom knows that she is a wonderful hostess. Um, any event or party that she plans is going to be perfectly planned out and have really cute decorations and delicious food. And um, as a child, I used to look forward to my birthday parties all year. Um, and mom and I would plan all the details out together. And it was just something that I really loved spending that time with her. Some of the birthday parties that we planned together include a teddy bear picnic, princess, 40s, cheerleader, safari, 50s, spa, and fiesta. Probably amongst others. Yeah, amongst others and Mm -hmm. all intricately thought out Mm -hmm. and planned. Um, Very intricate. Yeah. So... I've always loved a good party, which is ironic because I'm so antisocial, but I love the planning of the party, and those skills really came in handy later in life as I have been in leadership positions in church or um, I was in student government in high school, and any time that I've had to be in charge of putting on an event, um, it's not... It's not super stressful for me because I I think I got those skills from mom. Well, I've learned as I've tried to plan birthday parties for my kids that it's a lot harder than it looks to plan like a really cute, well-planned out party. Yeah, it's so Mine much look like I put no effort into them <laughs> and I have tried so hard. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> like it. it's a skill to make it look like it was easy, but mm-hmm. um, knowing mom, I know all the thought that goes into it. And she had a binder when we were little of birthday party ideas. And I remember that yeah, binder. It had like cute mm-hmm. cakes and all these decorations and party games. And we would look through that. And it was kind of like that was before Pinterest. Yeah. I was so, going to say it's like the original Pinterest. It was stuff from like family fun and Martha Stewart and like all those yeah. magazines. All the good ones. Yeah. I also remember she was, she's so gracious. And she like, one time I had a cowboy themed birthday party when I turned six and we in- invited my entire kindergarten class because no one could be left out Mm -hmm. and to include everyone she had us do a gift exchange instead of me getting all of the gifts which at the time I hated but now like that's a good life lesson I think that was also due to the fact that you're the fourth girl and she was like we don't need 30 new presents well I thought I needed 30 presents I know (laughs) mom tried to sneak a lot of the bad musical toys that you had yeah mom was she tried emphasis on tried tried yeah she's the og minimalist Mm -hmm. too that's a topic for another Mm -hmm. time but she really did like pioneer the minimalism thing that was not like popular when i was a kid um tess do you want to go yeah so when i think of mom i feel like i just think of healthy eating and just health in general like we run together now that i'm at home and finally, I run faster than mom, but it took 20 years of my life to, to actually, like, 
get faster than mom. And she's just such a healthy lady. And I just remember, do you guys remember the, the pureed soups? Many that always made in the soups. Oh, yeah. I have mm-hmm. actually made my family some pureed soups, though. Oh, Claire. They're mostly, like, cheddar-based, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. If they have cheddar and cream, then they can be pureed. <laughs> As I've gotten older, I really love a squash soup. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It I like a squash. sounds good at the time, and then when it's actually, like, time to eat it, it's like... I wish I had something else, but this looks <laughs> it needs, fall-ish. Yeah. They definitely need something substantial along with them. Yeah. But I just remember the pureed soups, lots of kale salads, which still make an appearance mm-hmm. almost daily in our house. Lots of Women's Day magazine, finding like eating plans and, and I love various the magazine. Women's Day is... Everything about Women's Day, they have those, like, the little one-page mysteries. Well, I like the things, like, kids say the darndest things. Or, no, my face was red, and it's, yes. like, something embarrassing. <gasps> I love said. that one. I love those. Usually mm-hmm. they sound like they didn't really happen. It's, like, something someone wrote <laughs> about their kid that Or something they didn't that is say. so commonplace that it's not embarrassing. Yeah. Someone <laughs> it it's, like... Grandma, why does that man have white hair? And it's like, oh, man, my face was red. I like that every summer the diet on the cover is watermelon-based. It's usually just like mm-hmm. eat it only always watermelon. Is. <laughs> but Tess, uh-huh. like, Tess went through a phase where that's all she ate. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. She came I to visit, and I had an to buy like watermelon. nine watermelons from Costco. Mom's mm-hmm. like, just go to Costco. Get nine watermelons, and that's all she'll need for the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> Usually, it was about one per day. Yeah, she would eat a whole watermelon. <laughs> I went through. Um, well, what's mom into now? Like lupin? I've never even heard of this. Lupin, yeah. She well, she made peanut butter lupin cookies last night, oh, and word. this morning she made lupin oatmeal, baked oatmeal. Whoa! So she's really into it. It's like this bean that has superpowers. Apparently, she also loves. Is the Faro. superpower? Turning into a wolf at a full moon. <laughs> I feel like that joke should have landed better than it did. <laughs> it was just a little. You obscure. said superpower and Lupin, and it was just like so obvious. It just took some thought for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, Tess, tell us the honest truth. How is all this Lupin stuff? Um, I definitely. Would not recommend the cookies made of it. But the oatmeal was like, had enough spices that it didn't come through. Mm -hmm. The oatmeal was actually good. And I think it does, lupin does have like a lot of protein. So I don't know. I would say, I would recommend some recipes with it. But anyway, she's into that. She's into faro. She's into so many things. But she just keeps me healthy. And that's something that I'm super passionate about now and I I can credit it to I always think that if I could have mom as a personal chef I would eat so much healthier because she makes the best healthy food Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I would love to have her like quarantined with me making me things that would make my life so much better (laughs) I didn't appreciate her the like healthy big salads and lunches you know like things like that yeah no one Mm -hmm. no one like appreciates their mom cooking healthy when they're a kid but Dad doesn't appreciate it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dad. <laughs> dad, dad, yeah, dad complains about every salad. 
<laughs> Dad, I don't know if he'll ever come around, but um okay so i will wrap it up i um think something i love about mom is ironically her diy skills which the reason it's ironic is um it comes through in a very different way in me because mom is like a major perfectionist and everything she does she um like researches it and she reads instruction manuals and yeah, she reads instruction manuals and she reads like That's insane again before the internet she would like check out a book from the library about like gardening or something and mm-hmm. just like read a book about it which I Claire you literally you can't should, imagine anything more you boring. should read directions before <laughs> I know that's the yeah, thing that's why, that you actually should. That's why I can't get into gardening. Is I literally don't have the attention span to just like read a book about it. But yes, I agree. That is uh, something you should actually read directions about. But I drove mom crazy when I was little because I was notorious for like trying to sew a dress without a pattern or trying to make like I would secretly cook when she was distracted and I would like try to hide the evidence and stuff because I, I would use a recipe. Too. I think it's just like the little DIY spark that has not matured as a small child. But um, (laughs) even though I do not do as good of a job at it as mom, I um, majorly appreciate her, I think just approach the things that like she can figure, like she has like a confidence that she can figure anything out and she's willing to tackle like a big project or dive into like learning how to do something new um and especially not to be cheesy but like as this whole corona virus thing has um just kind of like changed the way people are doing things i've appreciated that i'm like okay yeah i can sew my family masks like they're not going to be perfect but like i'm not panicked about where to get them because like I can totally just figure something out myself or um, like I can cook for my family, you know, like I can figure out how to do things. And even though they don't turn out as perfect as mom, um, I think she's given me the confidence that I can learn a new skill. And um, I think she kind of like invented growth mindset. (laughs) Not really, but that's become like such a trendy thing in education and in parenting And, like, I don't remember mom ever saying anything like, oh, I'm not good at that, or oh, you know, I don't know, just, like, pinning, like, limits on us, you know, she could always Mm -hmm. sit down and figure out, even in, like, AP classes, and part of that's just because she's really smart, but she could always figure out, help us figure out our assignments, and um, I appreciate so much that she's kind of given me the confidence that I can learn new things and try new things and like take on new responsibilities and and like I know I can figure it out even if it's uh not as good as it would be if she was doing it yeah I feel like my ability and interest in taking on just big projects that I definitely shouldn't be starting comes from probably both mom and dad yeah dad does it too (laughs) they're very DIY like I, I dug up the yard at my place that I'm renting and like replanted seed and flipped everything over and it was the worst thing I've ever done but <laughs> I feel like that's totally like a mom project yeah no totally mm-hmm. anytime she comes to visit and dad too like 
that's how they show their love is like doing like they're anytime they come to visit they're like okay so what do you want us to do while we're here they painted our dining room like when they were here last time she painted my girl's room she's sewn bedding for my girls like she's just done so many projects like that to and dad too to help us with mm-hmm. yeah mom literally doesn't have fingerprints anymore yeah because mm-hmm. of all her projects. So they, much rubbing. She can't open yeah. um, those <laughs> produce bags at the store. She yeah. just rubs her little fingers together <laughs> and they just slip over the plastic. Can she make purchases on an iPhone with oh. her thumbprint oh, recognition? No. Heavens no? no. Has she tried? No. She was really worried about going back to teaching because she had to get fingerprinted. And she wasn't oh, sure if, word. if the fingerprints would show up. That's so She really could be a great criminal. (laughs) She could be a good criminal. Well, she can add that to her bag of talents. Yeah, she's so capable. A new project for, like, this new phase of her life. Okay, well, that was fun. Um, We also wanted to honor our grandmas. And while our grandmas both have many talents in many different areas, I think most people can associate cozy food memories with their grandma. So we are each going to share a favorite dish that our Grandma Hopkin or Grandma Farr used to make, and we'll try to share the recipes in our show notes, which you can get by subscribing on our website, hopculture.com. So Claire, let's start with you. So um, Grandma Farr always made scotcheroos when we were having like a family, like especially when our cousins would come Mm -hmm. to visit and we'd be like camping or going on a picnic, especially camping. I remember, like, mm-hmm. there'd be, like, a rubber, like, a Tupperware with, and you'd open it, and there'd be scotcheroos inside. Oh, and yeah. she's probably going to laugh because she's a really good cook, and she has, obviously, much more complicated, like, highbrow recipes. This is no. just, like, a simple <laughs> treat, but... But you can't you can't beat the simplicity of mm-hmm. a good scotcheroo. I know, and they're surprisingly... I make have made many pans that are like really brittle or I've had people make them grandma made a good happy medium because I've also I've gotten them like at swig and stuff where they're just like a little flat like goo bar and I'm like this is not a scotchero so like it's too has too much goo to crispy ratio and another thing people often screw up which is unfathomable to me They'll just put chocolate on top of like a peanut butter rice crispy. Yeah, tea. and I'm what? like, okay, if it doesn't have butterscotch in it, it's not a scotcheroo. So no, that's where the scotch comes. Yeah, from. so I love them. They always remind me of grandma, and um, I make them all the time for myself. They're so good. I love scotcheroos. Great one, Claire. Okay, and what's yours? So growing up, our grandma Hopkin lived in Wyoming and we lived in Alaska so we didn't get to see her all the time but anytime she would come to visit us or we would go see them we always demanded that she made her famous caramel rolls um they're basically kind of like a cinnamon roll but instead of like frosting and cinnamon they just have a bunch of caramel drenched caramel caramel. they're They're so good the best treat and no one makes them quite like she does. I've mm-hmm. I've had some no. that dad made, bless his heart, that <laughs> were a little <laughs> bit of a fail. <laughs> but they were still yummy. But she just had those perfected. And 
Yeah, I think she'd made them mm-hmm. so many times. They're just not, they're actually kind of hard to, well, cinnamon rolls in general yeah. are hard to make, but. It's hard to yeah, pull those complicated. off. Did you know that um, Dave, I've turned them over to Dave because he's better at like risen doughs than I am. Um, but did you know we won second place in our church cinnamon roll contest? Wow. Ago? Really? Well, mm-hmm. if you can make a good caramel yeah. roll, you That's can. not surprising. Win any competition. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All right. Um, Grace, you're up. All right. Something that our grandma Farah makes is this really good fusilli salad. It's just like a, a pasta salad with, with Greek kind of ingredients. So it's got like feta and spinach and sun-dried tomatoes and kalamata olives. And it's, it's from our Greek good. roots. Yeah. Just our kidding. strong Greek roots. <laughs> we don't have any Greek roots. We're just like <laughs> Danish. Definitely um, English. <laughs> But, yeah, it's really good, and it always makes a, a big batch. Mm-hmm. And so I love when they make it um, when I'm, like, visiting them in Salt Lake because she'll always send me home with a big tub of it, and then mm-hmm. that's just what I can eat for the rest of the week. Yeah, I love that salad. It's so, so good. good. And it's better the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite, like, I bring it to things, and it's a good way to sort of sort, like, who's an adventurous eater and who's like not going to eat anything that has kalamata olives Like who you want to form like a dinner Yeah, with. kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you don't eat feta? <laughs> I don't know how I feel about you. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings it around to me. So I, can I do a double? Can I share one yeah. from each grandma? Sure. Okay. Definitely. So both of our grandmas are known for their pies. They're both amazing pie makers. They get the tr- crest just right. Um, but one of my favorite memories is from when I was little. Maybe not little. I think I was like nine. And all growing up, I just refused to eat pie crust. I just thought it was gross. So I would just eat the filling out of the pie, um, which is much grosser. I don't know really what was going through my head. But um, Grandma Hopkin made a lemon pie. And I think you were all there. But Mm -hmm. I just ate, like, the middle of it, and I I didn't eat the crust. And Grandma Hopkin was not a wasteful person. She grew up in the Depression on a farm, so she was very resourceful. So she was not about to let that pie crust go to waste. So I just remember that she tried to feed it to me by hand <laughs> kept telling me it's it's like a lemon cookie and I just I just refused to eat this pie crust so she gave it to Grandpa Hopkin who was not um, super upset about it and then my um, Grandma Far our Grandma Far makes this French dessert and I don't know if she's made it for any of you called Clafouti I've never had it? it. No, that must have been a special test thing. It's Well, it kind of was a special test thing because I think she made it when I left for my study abroad in Paris. So that's I think that's where it came from. But um, ever since then, she's made it for various birthdays of mine and just special events because she knows it's my favorite thing in the world. It's like this like custardy... French dessert that has cherries in it, and it's beautiful. You make it in a skillet. And it's a very classy Grandma Far-ish mm-hmm. dessert, so it just makes me think of her. She loves themed Yes, she European loves desserts. themes. That's definitely a Grandma Far thing, for sure. Mm-hmm. Every birthday has a theme. 
Like the oh, gifts yeah. go She's together. She's always up for learning a new and type of recipe. Yeah, she loves trying new recipes Anytime, too. like when we would go yeah, on vacation. That's where mom gets it. When we went to Italy, she learned how to make all this Italian food and taught us how to make it too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Taught us how to make gnocchi. Yeah, yeah really gnocchi sauces. was not like yeah. mainstream back then either. Yeah. Like, no, grandma always has her thumb on the trends, mm-hmm. I she feel does. like. Yes, she's a very trendy grandma. Okay, that brings us to Weekly Wins, where we each quickly share something that we've loved from the past week. So, and do you yeah, want to Yeah, I have one I'm very enthusiastic about, and it is bike shorts. Oh, um, tell us more. Well, you guys know I love my leggings. I basically yes. live in like... Oh, a, yes. Mm-hmm. And you were sort of on the, you were on the cutting edge of like mom accepting That's true. leggings as pants. We really have you to thank for kind of yeah, pushing you, you that through. The way. Yeah, mm-hmm. leggings walked. So yes, white shorts could run. <laughs> That's totally what I was thinking. <laughs> um, okay, so bike shorts basically are leggings, but for the summer. Ooh, perfect! I love that you're explaining. I'm trying to like. I can concept. feel that some of you are, might be skeptical about the bike shorts. <laughs> I'm a little skeptical because when did those become a thing? I'm fully on board. I have bike shorts. Last I summer, am so I had maternity bike shorts, and they were a lifesaver. As a pregnant lady in California in the summer, I needed something oh, yeah. to get me through. They sound great, and I know we're supposed to be body positive, but I just don't know that my inner thighs are something that need to be like high, mm-hmm. like top of my knee to inner thigh is not an area that I'm like, let's have this be like a different yeah color i definitely wear them like, with mm-hmm. a longer shirt do you wear colors i only wear, wear black, black ones? ones i'm not bold enough to wear like floral or brightly colored ones yet mm-hmm. mine are navy blue oh oh yeah i need I like to get it. some i just like the idea of like a breezy short but no such thing really exists. I mean, we need culottes yeah. to come back is what we really need. Something mm-hmm. long enough. Yeah. But breezy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, want, I want cargo shorts for women. Oh, yeah. Let's get that going. <laughs> oh, no. no, Grace. <laughs> um, Grace, you had a big week in fishing news. Yeah, I went out this weekend and caught, um, well, between my friend and I, we caught like 25 fish. Whoa. Um, just white bass. They're they're really plentiful, so there's no limit on them. Um, people take home just buckets of them. <laughs> they literally have like those Home Depot buckets that you buy, and they just fill them up with white bass. Whoa! Are people do just they like eat them? Yeah. Do you get yeah. mercury? Yeah. Where do these from? fish come? Yeah. From? Where are you getting these fish? Uh, well, they're coming from Utah Lake, which no. is notoriously Grace. polluted. Grace. But, uh, the white bass are fine. They're they're a leaner fish, and they don't bottom feed as much. So I I think they're and they have a really short lifespan, so they don't have as much time to get oh. as bogged down. And how are you cooking these? How are you cooking these fish? Sashimi. <laughs> yeah, they they they're like a white fish, and so you can like fry them or or do whatever. But my favorite way to cook them is to make jerky. Oh. And so what I did with this oh. last batch was I smoked them wow. for a oh. while, Whoa. and then I transferred them to the food dehydrator. And, and made a nice batch of I love fish how knowledgeable Whoa. Grace is about Whoa. fish these days. Fish I know. Guru. It's true. 
I'm well, I mean, this is example days. example A of mom's uh, ability to dive into new <laughs> topics, <laughs> like learn them backwards and forwards. Yeah. Although she's <laughs> she's a little less interested in fish because last summer when I came to visit, she very patiently drove me around to different fishing spots and set oh. up with a book <laughs> and just read. It was so sad looking back at her just like sweetly reading a book or a magazine or something while I oh, fished all day. I love it. I wish I could try your fish jerky. Um, Tess, I don't know how to transition from bike shorts to white bass to whatever profanity laden book title. <laughs> I'm just <Right>. kidding. <laughs> okay, so I am listening to a book that's called The Effet Diet, and it is all about lashing back against diet culture, how we really don't need to be dieting and we just need to accept our bodies and live lives that make us healthy people and happy people. I don't know. It's just giving me a good perspective because I'm 21. So I just got out of my teenage years and that's where I feel like most of us develop a lot of angst about our bodies. So, mm-hmm. so it's good. It's like giving that's me a lot great. of That's great. I'm going to awesome. add that to my mm-hmm. list of books that I want to read, but probably will never read. I could use some just like feeling okay about myself in the midst of COVID meltdown. Yeah, we all could. (laughs) Okay, so um, I feel very um, like a white bass out of water sharing my (laughs) weekly win because (laughs) no, I'm not going back. Just let me have this Um, because I'm just so not proficient in the beauty world like I made it to my 30s without properly learning any hair or makeup skills so I've been trying to train my hair to go a little longer without having to wash it I typically wash my hair every day which I know is like I don't know I feel like didn't used to be shocking and now people would be like oh my gosh like you wash your hair every day I don't know I just I'm almost embarrassed to admit that But my hair is really fine. It's super duper fine and it's light. And so I just feel like it looks so greasy so quickly. Um, But when I was in Utah uh, visiting friends right before COVID get in 2020, um, my friend Kate had this awesome little tool called, I think a Rudy. It's made by Volume and it's a really nice tool, but it's kind of pricey. So I'm using like a knockoff version of basically the same (laughs) idea. It's just a little crimper that you pull your top layer of hair up and then you just crimp like right at the roots, um, on like the bottom layers of your hair. And it just gives your roots a little extra texture. And like, it sounds weird. It's not like a crimper, like eighties. It's like smaller than that. Um, and that mixed with just like a little bit of texturizer and then wearing my hair and a scrunchie on the top of my head when I sleep has made it so I can go two wow. three days. Wow. Congratulations. So wow. yeah, I just, if you just look up, thank you. If you just look up a mini crimper on Amazon, there's some. Do you use it with straight hair or it has to be kind of curled? No, I do. It was straight. I had, I did it today. Um, and the other nice thing about it is like, you can just, even if it's the next day hair and it's a little flat, you could just like crimp it a little bit again, if you just wanted to add a little mm, texture. I need that. But yeah, no, you don't have to use it with curls cause you can't see it. I mean, the idea, Kate was laughing the first time I did it, I like 
did it way too long and she was you could see the crimps like poking out from like the bottom and she's like oh um just give it like a little tap (laughs) you don't have to like hold it down like you're using a curling iron um but no the idea is you wouldn't see it so you can do it with straight hair too cool yeah so i that might be my um first and last beauty recommendation that you'll ever hear from me on this podcast Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss future episodes and riveting content. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.